Hello everybody and welcome to another exciting adventure at the Hub World. Today's quest will have us covering the topic of Pokemon Starters Showdown. My name is Jules and today our party members are... Mateo and Gino. Whether you're joining our adventure from YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify, be sure to give us a like or a follow. Now let's get this adventure rolling. For those of you who tuned in um, about a month ago for our first showdown, we did a... Um, Mario World Showdown. We'll throw a link here if you want to check that one out. But our showdowns are a new um, format that we're experimenting with. Essentially, we pick a topic, we throw in a bunch of combatants that fit the topic, and we debate these individual matchups until we have a winner um, in kind of a Battle Royale tournament bracket style. Um, so today our topic is Pokemon Starters. Um, for this topic, we thought we'd just throw all the starters in there. We didn't try to break it down because there are only um, 27 of them, if you include the recently announced Generation 9 starters, which we are including. Um, and we did exclude special starters such as Pikachu or Eevee because we felt like um, they had an unfair advantage because they fell outside of like the binary of what a starter typically is. So we are just looking at the grass, water, and fire starter from each of the um, nine generations. So we'll have 27 combatants. Um, now, 27 is a very odd number when it comes to a tournament-style bracket. So typically, you'd have 16 combatants in a typical tournament style, um, or I think it's 32 would be the next um number so since we have 27 we'll have matchups of three or four combatants and we will be selecting one winner from each of those combatants and then in each of the following rounds it will be traditional 1v1 just ahead of our first matchup i do want to say what we are um debating here has nothing to do with the evolutions of any of these starters especially when we're considering the generation 9 starters as we don't know their evolutions so this is purely based off the design of the first stage evolution so the first stage starter design only um that is that is our debate here so our first matchup here is totodile score bunny and fennekin so would anybody like to kick that off for me personally totodile like by far, Totodile, I think, is the best designed starter from Gen 2. And just, like, like are we also using, like, the personalities of the Pokemon as well? Like, from from what we've seen in, in the anime or, or in the games? I'd consider that stuff from what we've seen in the anime as well as the descriptions in the Pokedex. I mean, you can to a degree. Um, I think that gives an unfair advantage to the earlier ones as we were all kids when we when the earlier ones were in the anime and we watched the anime as kids. Um, but it's really up to you. Like, it, whatever goes into the design of the Pokemon itself. Yeah, like, just for me, Totodile, I just love he's a crocodile and he's, I think, the big bite Pokemon, I think, is what he's classified as. And... He's just so happy in the anime. He's full of joy and like loves to bite things. Yeah, he just to me like Scorbunny and Fennekin. Like I'm happy we got and like a, a a good like a well designed rabbit Pokemon with Scorbunny, but Fennekin to me is just like whatever a generic sort of fox Pokemon. Like I, I don't care for Fennekin, but Totodile for me is like my favorite. Maybe even my favorite water type Pokemon, period. Like, even uh, 
if I do include its evolutions. I just love Totodile so much. So, yeah. well, see, the thing is, like, Totodile is actually my favorite starter design kind of like period like in terms of like the one i like but i'm talking about its whole line here um Mm -hmm. but when i'm just looking at the first stage as much as i do really love totodile i'm really heavily leaning into fennekin here for me because i think fennekin is quite possibly one of the best first stage designed pokemon i think it had a ton of potential obviously that potential falls later um in my opinion at least um but i think fennekin i don't know i think fennekin is is it has so much draw like like a fox pokemon is always going to be have that draw because foxes are very um popular animals um but i I, I i don't know it is very cute, and and I think that's where I'm going. I I think I lean more toward Fennekin of these three. I feel like both Fennekin and Totodile kind of fit the same like mo or the same kind of like it, it, like they kind of fit the same kind of niche for me. They're both very cute. They're both very mischievous, and they're and the potential obviously is is there. While we have like I know we're not considering the final evolutions and everything, right? Like you can kind of imagine what each one of these two should look like in your head like eventually when it evolves out but we're not talking about those ones right but like fennekin being like a very cute firefox and totodile being like just the just a mischievous kind of like water crocodile kind of thing i don't know it's a coin toss for me today i'm feeling totodile yeah it it is definitely a coin toss um and like the way i try to look at this too to to help with that kind of like conversation in my head of like, how do I not include like the evolutions? Um, I always kind of like hearken it back to like Pokemon mystery dungeon. Cause you play the majority of the game in the first stage. It's like, who would I want to play as, you know, like mm-hmm. who would I, who would I want? Like what's a Pokemon cool Pokemon to follow just as like a first stage. And, and no, I'd like Totodile has been my player character in a lot of my playthroughs of Pokemon mystery dungeon. Um, so I, again, like, I agree with you, Gino. It's kind of a coin toss, but I'm totally okay with Totodile. Let's throw yeah. Totodile there. Sorry, Scorpion, you're just a little too generic. I, I don't think like generic. I, I like Scorbunny a lot. Um, I I think the only reason... I think he had a tough bracket here. I think yeah, Scorbunny could have won in a different bracket, but I think I think he had a pretty tough bracket here. So, yeah. um, So we are on our second one now. So we have Sprigatito, our brand new grass starter from Gen 9. We have Chikorita, and we have Chespin. Um, who would like to kick this one off? All grass starters. Yeah, all grass. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going st- to I'm gonna kick this one off. Chikorita, never been a fan of Chikorita at all. The line, I, I, I'm okay with Chikorita's line, but Chikorita itself, I'm, I'm not a fan of. Um, and that might be a little bit... Um, of a hot take, depending on who's listening, because I do know Chikorita is well-loved, but I'm not a big fan. Sprigatito, I think, is really well-designed. Um, and I've we've said, if you look back at our, um, our podcast that was kind of a reaction to the Gen 9 reveal, which we'll post a link here, um, I, we all kind of said, like, we love all the Gen 9 starters. We think they have a lot of potential, and I, I agree with that Sprigatito has a great design, but um, Sprigatito looks like a Neopet to me. 
<laughs> it does. Even though it's very well designed, there's something like I wouldn't play as it in in a game. You know, like I wouldn't choose it. Whereas Chespin, honestly, and I I say this with a very this is a hot take. I think Chespin is quite possibly the best first stage designed Pokemon, like for starters. In terms of the potential that is there, because it has like a, it's not bland, it's not basic. Like it has like mm-hmm. a really cool style, and in my opinion, that is why its final evolution is such a heartbreaking thing. Because it's not even, a, it's not even a terrible final evolution, but it's such a, it's such a fall from the the like peak of design that Chespin is. But my vote goes to Chespin. I think Chespin is like. I I hope for a new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game where I can play as Chespin because Chespin is cute, and I love its little hood, um, its grass hood thing. Like and and the fact that it's it's a it's a chipmunk. It's so cute. Yeah, I'm also gonna pick Chespin. I dislike Chikorita, like everything about Chikorita. Just not a fan. Uh, and Sprigatito is, yeah, like to me, like I completely agree with what you said. It doesn't seem like a pokemon doesn't doesn't look like a pokemon looks like something else but yeah chespin had that potential early on i remember during the discussion around the hype of gen 6 is that chespin was one of the most popular of the three and just that potential was squandered later on but if we're basing it solely on uh the the first evolution chespin is just so fantastic i love chespin three for three Three for three. There you go. Chespin mm-hmm. wins the bracket. That means we're moving on to the next one. So we have another round of three. Um, we have Turtwig, Piplup, and Torchic. Now, I think this is the hardest bracket we've had so far. We have one of each type of starter. And personally, I don't think these are all the best starters, but I think they're all very great starters. And they're all mm-hmm. around the same level, and that makes this very difficult. Somebody else can start this one. For me, it's a bit of a toss-up between... Well, actually, all three of them, because my first playthrough of Gen 4, I I did with a Turtwig. And even though I really wanted to do the uh, the Piplup start for Gen 4, I feel like Grass Starter always is a little bit harder. And Turtwig was fun. It was a little derpy. I like his little tree on his head. And it's a turtle. Come on. Like, turtles are cool. Piplup, on the other hand, we have a Penguin Starter, we have a Turtle Starter, and we also have, like, Torchic, which is a little chicken. And... My attachment to Torchic more comes later on in the lines. Like, if we ever do, like, a, a middle evolution or a final evolution, that's where, like, I'm going to push Blaziken. But now that I've kind of said it, I got to go with the Penguin, actually. Piplup, it, it's a Penguin. It ha- it's super adorable. It's super cute. And it's also super full of itself. And I find it's very, very funny as well. Based on what we've seen in the anime, based on what we've seen in games like Pokemon Legends, Arceus like how it kind of interacts, the different Pokedex entries and everything. Penguins are always described as these very proud to a fault kind of creatures. And they're also very, very cute. I've talked myself into Piplup, even though Turtwig is up there too. Yeah, for me, I completely agree with what you said, Gino, about Torchic. Like, I love Torchic, but I think Blaziken is the reason why that line is so fantastic. And like Torchic just... It just seems just like a generic Pokemon in a way. I love Gen 3 a lot, and I think they have the best... Gen 3 has, like, overall the best design starters. 
as a whole or they're definitely up there but a lot of the the appeal of torture comes later on piplup to me is like i'm like middle of the road type feeling towards piplup i i, I don't like it but i don't hate it for me turtwig is i think out of all the starters turtwig is the one that i've gained an appreciation of the most like i didn't like it when it first came out but through the years through the anime the games what have you i just i've really warmed up to the design to, to the point where i picked turtwig as my starter for brilliant diamond and i played through gen 4 originally as chimchar i even i think put a turtwig on my team once i caught it in legends arceus as well i i don't buy that he's super derpy like gino said but to me turtwig is just one of the most solidly designed starters i kind of echo both of you here with torchic um I do think a lot of what makes Torchic amazing comes later, and I don't think Torchic by any means is a poorly designed Pokemon. I don't have any ill will towards Torchic, but I do think that it's it's not the winner of this bracket for me. Um, I also echo Mateo everything he said about Turtwig, like not necessarily seeing the appeal or having that appeal when he originally played Gen 4 and then getting that appeal later, um, but not towards Turtwig, to, towards Piplop on my end. Um, I actually didn't like Piplop when it came when Gen 4 came out. I played Chimchar as well. Um, and I've grown to love Piplop over the years. I've really I really like Piplop specifically as a design that it's just so cute and I, I Piplop is mine. I gotta go with the penguin too. I feel like if Turtwig was in another bracket, I would have totally picked it also, but like Honestly, yeah. I think all three of these All three of these are good. Yeah. All three of these choices were good. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's just like what has like that extra like point five. And ultimately, it does. It is subjective. It does come up to personal yeah. preference. Preference, but okay. Pivot makes it through. So now the next one is a bracket of four. Um, it includes Foy Coco, the brand new fire starter from Gen Nine, Litten, Snivy, and Bulbasaur. Um, anybody want to kick this one off? Uh, for me, it's between. Fuecoco and Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur is just very similar sort of story to Turtwig. I feel like nobody picked Bulbasaur <laughs> in in Gen One. Like when when we first started playing Pokemon, it was always the conversation was always about the other two. And Bulbasaur's had a steep hill to climb. Fuecoco, once again, very similar to Totodile. Like I just like having a crocodile slash alligator pokemon i just think that's an animal that they never really have explored aside from those two so and the potential for fuecoco i think is fantastic look at Litten; like he's just a, a a black cat with red stripes and snivy is a poor man's trico in my opinion so i i gotta go with fuecoco i i just love the whole like he looks like a pepper and he's got the hair as the stem of the pepper it's just a really cool well-designed pokemon and bulbasaur unfortunately i think is gonna in my opinion still has to be in the the background of the gen one pokemon interesting i i do think Litten is very plain that like i don't think Litten is even on the radar for me in this one i think Litten is definitely the bottom of the barrel i find it interesting how you describe snivy because i actually do like snivy snivy was the one i chose in my original playthrough of pokemon black and pokemon white and I don't love Snivy's line, 
to be honest, but I, I do like Snivy itself. And I, I don't agree with Fue Coco. Like, I, I see why people like Fue Coco, and I, I like that Fue Coco's there for people who have that appeal, but it doesn't appeal to me. If that makes sense. Like, I respect Fue Coco, but I, I am personally not interested in Fue Coco. So for me, it does come down to Snivy and Bulbasaur. This one's a toss of a coin, but today I'm leaning more toward Bulbasaur. On another day, it might be Snivy, but today it's definitely Bulbasaur. See, for me, it's between Foy Coco and Bulbasaur also. I enjoy Bulbasaur. It's not Ivysaur, though. And I know we're not supposed to be judging them based off of what they evolve into and everything, but like, there's like when you see a picture of Foy Coco, I'm with Mateo where there's so much potential, and I already like the base design. But when I look at Bulbasaur, I don't really like see too much potential there because like it, it's one of those things where it's like it's Gen One and like there's a lot of nostalgia towards the Gen One Pokemon's. But like when you look at Fue Coco, you can see the personality of that Pokemon in his yeah. eyes. Like Bulbasaur, you yeah. can't. That is true. And maybe it's just the render that we got of the Fue Coco, like it standing there, kind of like with its mouth open, just like being a total derp. That is awesome. I don't know. I like that derp. I, I really like the derpness of it. Whenever I think of Bulbasaur, I don't think of like I think of that weird pixel art that we got and like the like the first round of Pokemon like Gen One Pokemon cards where it's kind of just like pointing like it has its like ass up in the air and it's kind of like pointing its bulb towards you and it's like a skunk almost and like mm. in that like I'm gonna spray you with something and I I feel like that wouldn't be pleasant. Yeah. So for this one, I'm gonna have to go with Foy Coco. Sorry, Jules. No, that's okay. We have no fire types. Until now. That's okay. Boy Coco, yeah. awesome, made it through, and Gen 9 gets a little bit of a representation there. That's fun. Yeah. Could also just be, like, recency bias and stuff, too. Sure. Yeah. But at the same time, look at our look at our list right now. We have a, a nice mix of all the different types, as well as different gens. Like, we haven't repeated a generation yet, which is pretty cool. Um, okay, so now we're moving on to the other side of the bracket. So we're starting with a three-starter face-off. Um, and we have here Trico, Poplio, and Froakie. Trico, need I say more? Yes, you should, Mateo. Like, I think Trico's my favorite Pokemon of all time. He's just so cool. Geckos are awesome. Yeah. Poplio, I hate with a burning passion. And then Froakie just looks like Benjamin Franklin, so... <laughs> I I gotta agree with you on Trico, and... I also agree with you on there's not much to say because I think if Trico was going up against different Pokemon, I'd be able, like I'd I'd feel like I need to justify it. But mm-hmm. Poplio, I do feel is very bland, and Froakie, I've always been the first to say. And whether this is a hot take or not, I don't know. But I actually think Froakie is an ugly Pokemon. Like I I remember seeing the Gen Six Pokemon starters and being like, "Hey, well, Fennekin's cool, Chespin's really cool, and Froakie's just ugly." Yeah, it's funny how it like in the end. Froakie was the one to break the the ceiling on what a popular starter could be, but Froakie itself ain't ain't the deal. It's got to go to Trico. I I gotta say Trico, even though Froakie is, I I have a very special place in my heart for Froakie. Okay, Trico's made it through. And I'm sorry, and I know Joe's listening to this, but yeah, Poplio is just a hot steaming pile of garbador. Steaming pile of garbador. I'm <laughs> trubbish right there. Okay, this next one is interesting. So we got Cyndaquil, we got Rowlet, and we got Quaxly. So we got one from each of the types here, as well as a big variety of generations. Where do we think this one's going to go? 
Oh, if only if only Oshawott was in this one, because then you had to pick the the starters and Arceus. That would have been cool. Arceus. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Would have been really cool if we had that. I'm going with Cyndaquil on this one here, just because I feel like actually, you know what? It's it's it is between Rowlet and and Cyndaquil. Rowlet's actually, I think, the only base starter that has two types. It's both Grass and Flying. Bulbasaur is dual typed as poison, well. Yeah, poison. And grass. Oh, it has the poison on it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was. A, no, but you're right. It is it is one of them. And that's just like a very interesting combo. But I don't know. Cyndaquil is is one of my all-time favorites. A little little rat guy with fire spikes. It's 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 a very timid Pokemon, very shy, but as much as I love Donald Duck himself, Quaxley, um, the hat can also be seen as toothpaste. <laughs> I feel like it, it it doesn't really stand up to the other two just because like these two are quite good. Rowlet's a little too spherical for me. I'm going to go with Cyndaquil. So my thing with Cyndaquil is, and this is definitely my starter Pokemon hot take, is I've always thought Cyndaquil is not a well-designed Pokemon. I really? I like Typhlosion, but I've always found Cyndaquil to just look like this stupid-looking sleepy thing. Like, I just don't like Cyndaquil. I think, I think he's boring, and I think that He's become even more more boring as the 3D games have become more prevalent because his fire is often off in his animations, and the fire was the only cool part about him. So I'm I'm like team not Cyndaquil at all. Um, I don't I do not like Cyndaquil. I like Cyndaquil's line. I don't like Cyndaquil himself. Between Rowlet and Quaxley, it ultimately does come down to the fact. Like I love birds clearly because I love Piplup. And, like, Rowlet's one of my favorite starter lines in general. Um, and I really like Quaxley. But I, I do think it does come, come down to, at the end of the day, what we've seen. And I think Rowlet's just, like... I love the memes of Rowlet, where he's, like, fighting a Groudon. He's, like, turned around, like, sideways, owl head, like, looking at the trainer, like... Def I love the expression potential of Rowlet... I love how silly he looks, and I just love owls in general. And I think, like, I don't know, like, Rowlet is one of the few starters where immediately upon seeing him, I connected him and was like, that, that's the one I'm choosing. Like, I mean, immediately. Like, if you were for Gen 7 Jewel, sorry to interrupt, you didn't really have, like, much else to work with. Rowlet was, like, the best by a long shot. Sure, but I don't even, I think, like, to the point of, like, I don't even need to see the other two, I'm t picking this one. Yeah, mm -hmm. and like I did have a similar experience with Quaxley, but I think I I got to give it to Rowlet. I'm on Team Rowlet. I don't want to say I don't like Quaxley, but I like the other two more, the other two Gen Nine ones more than Quaxley. the The only time I've really ever picked a Water type starter was in Gen Two, and then Cyndaquil. I'm very in a very similar boat to Jules. I actually like Cyndaquil, but if the fire was permanently on, I would go with Cyndaquil in this bracket, but that's just one design thing. I just never understood why they wouldn't just keep the fire on, but I got to go with Rowlet. I love Rowlet. Even though I despise Gen 7, I can appreciate a well-designed Pokemon, and Rowlet is one of the best uh, designed starters. Okay, the Owl takes it. We have a heavy um, grass starter bias, it seems, in this chat. Oh, the turns have tabled. Well, that's also because I think myself and Mateo often pick grass starters. Okay, now we have two more brackets of four left to cap off our last two. 
Um, so the first one is Squirtle, Grookey, Sobble, and Tepig. Now, I'll, I'll start this one off. I only think there's two options here, in my opinion. I, I think there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Sobble. Like Kate, that's not true. I like the concept of Sobble. I like the concept of a depressed lizard. That's cool. I, I, I never really loved its design. Um, Tepig is and will forever be, in my opinion, the single worst starter. Tepig is the bottom of the barrel for me. I think Tepig is the worst first evolution, and I think that only gets more evident as you go further along his line. I'm not a fan of Tepig. I also hate Tepig's name. Grookey is cool. Grookey as a first stage, very similar to Chespin. So much potential there. Very cool looking Pokemon. A lot of cool like expression and fun. Like I don't like it has a great design to the point where I actually do think it puts up a good fight against Squirtle, which is one of the big two, right? The original big two. Ultimately, I have to give it to Squirtle because I can't not give it to Squirtle because Squirtle's just too good. And Squirtle's Squirtle, you know, Squirtle Squad. Um, Squirtle is my original, and like I can't not give it to Squirtle, despite the fact that I think Grookey puts up a good a good fight. So Squirtle on my end. With Sobble, my whole thing was like, it's a sad, scared Pokemon. Like in the Pokemon world, why would you pick Sobble? Like it's just gonna run a run behind a bush or whatever, and then the trainer is gonna get. <laughs> attacked by a Pokemon. That thing I have zero faith that a Sobble would defend me as a trainer. So like and I just don't like Sobble. Tepig is not great either. Yeah, Grookey's good, but it's not it's no Squirtle. Squirtle is such a fantastic Pokemon. Just everything you said, Jules, I, I echo that. Like Squirtle is just you can't not pick Squirtle here. And as I said before, like back with the in the Turtwig line, turtles are cool. Squirtle's cool. And the Squirtle that I always wanted was the Squirtle Squad Squirtle with the glasses and everything. And I feel like you, you can't get cooler than that. Squirtle Squirtle. There you go. Squirtle takes it. A great name, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is a great name. Um, and then we have one final one. You got Chimchar, you got Mudkip, you got Charmander, and you got Oshawott. This one I definitely think is a lot tougher than the last one. Even I, think though that, includes... I think this is the toughest one. I personally don't think it's tough and that's just because i personally know who i want but i do think it's tougher than like the last one because i do think there's all of these are good so i i don't know if somebody else wants to start this one i i won't mind starting for this one here if these four were in any other matchups these would be probably my favorites like any of these four chimchar is great even though it wasn't the one that i picked uh for gen 4 mudkip was my gen 3 starter charmander was my gen 1 starter and Oshawott is my was my Gen Five and my Arceus starter. I just love the idea of like otters are like super adorable. They're super crafty. They have uh, like and he's got this little scale chop right. He's uses a little shell as like a little as a sword. It's it, it's adorable. It has a very cute form. It's got the whole package. Mudkip, of course, Mudkip meme is is great and everything. And, like, you knew, even with the name as well, having the word mud in there, that you knew that it was going to evolve into a ground type. Charmander, we saw what it evolved into right on the box, depending on which version you got. And who doesn't want a dragon? It's tough. It's really tough. For me, it's between Charmander and Oshawott. 
And I know that Oshawa wouldn't be on anyone else's shortlist, but I'm going to do the hot take on this one. I'm going to put Oshawa just because I know you guys are going to pick Charmander. <laughs> I feel like Charmander, out of all of the original Gen 1 Pokemon, as well as like all the starters in general, people love it so, so much because of Charizard and not because of Charmander itself. Hmm. Like Charmander itself looks very basic. You know it's a dinosaur and it has a little fire on its tail. It looks like a little T-Rex. It doesn't scream dragon. Interesting take. So there's two things I must respond to here. But the first I'll respond to is what you had said about Charmander itself. I believe the opposite. I actually think Charmander's line is one of two lines where I actually think every single stage of the Pokemon is cool. Yes, I, I do agree with that. That, that is, I love Charmander, I love Charmeleon, and I love Charizard. Um, but we're just talking Charmander here. I love Charmander as just like this little lizard with this lore of like it protects this flame on its tail and if it goes out it dies it's a cute pokemon like i just really really like charmander and in fact oftentimes the reason i choose charmander over the other two is because i like charmander not necessarily because i like charizard that being said so the funny thing here is charmander and squirtle i often flip between um, in terms of who my Gen 1 starter is, because I don't really have a singular one. But Chimchar and Oshawott are my Gen 3 and my Gen 5 starter, respectively. That being said, the only other one I would even consider to win this, other than Charmander, is Mudkip. And the reason for that is I think Chimchar and Oshawott are both very boring. I like what they become. I like their concepts, but I find them themselves to be very boring. Mudkip... I firmly believe is best in its first design. I think Mudkip itself is better than anything that comes after it. And I actually think of the Gen 3 starters, arguably, if you were just going on the first stage, there's a very good argument for why Mudkip is the best one. So for me, it was always a toss-up between Mudkip and Charmander, but my bias toward Charmander puts it over the top for me. Yeah, I'm in a very similar boat. Like, Charmander was my first Pokemon ever, and he just happens to be a fantastic Pokemon. Just everything about Charmander. The name Charmander, too, is just... It's brilliant. And I just echo everything that you said about Charmander, just the whole thing about the tail and what have you. It just And, and its evolution line. Like, I can't go against Charmander especially against the competition in it here. I just think, like, maybe further down the line, I might have to answer that question to myself, but right now, as it stands, I gotta go with Charmander. Hey, there we go. Charmander makes it. Unsurprisingly. Yeah. I had to give Oshawott at least a fighting chance. I love that Pokemon, too, but I knew... Yeah, I do love Oshawott. Like, I actually really like all the Pokemon that were in that one. Like, any of those could have been the winner of their respective seeds had they been placed with different Pokemon. Okay, we're going to go back to the other side. I considered us going backwards from here, but looking at the matchups we have, I think it's better we just go back to the start. So we're going to start by doing our next round, which is 1v1s. Again, like you can just say what you want, or you can elaborate, but the first one is Totodile versus Chespin. I'm going to start this off. I'm going to say Chespin. And I... The reason being everything I kind of said before, I think Chespin as a first stage starter is one of the best designed first stage starters because how 
it's not just a basic starter. Like it has personality. It has a theme around its like physical design. I like the name. Um, I like the animal. And I think that didn't lend itself well down the line, but I do like the fact that it does feel like it has a very defined theme in itself. Like I, I like it. So Chespin is my, my choice. I got to stick to my guns. I, I got to say Totodile again to echo what I said before. I just love Totodile's. Like he's got a very similar thing with Fue Coco. Or like Totodile and Fue Coco are just oozing with personality. You don't even need to see them in the games. Like just seeing from the picture, you you can see that they are these jolly, happy Pokemon. And in my opinion, I still think Totodile is the best designed water starter. And I love like the the color palette they chose for it, how it's the blue and then it contrasts well with the pink scales it has on its back. Everything about Totodile is fantastic. It's tough. I do love Chespin. I agree everything you say about Chespin, but it's like a very similar thing with Charmander for me, where like I have just so many memories associated with the games and even in the remakes, like I'd never change. Like there's no other option for Gen 2 to me. Like Totodile is the the single Pokemon that was in my party from the beginning of the game to the very end. I can't I can't go against that. I feel the exact same way, Mateo, but I'm trying to take my nostalgia away from this. I really, really, really like Totodile, and I also really like the other evolutions as well. I'm envisioning Totodile in my head, I'm visiting envisioning Chessman in my head. They're both cute, they're both tough, they both have that personality. Oh, gosh, it's a coin toss for me, but I'm sorry, Mateo, but I gotta go Chespin on this one. I don't know, like if it's a different if it's a different day or a different time. Again, like it's tough, but like Chespin is like of all of the Gen Six starters, it is the clear winner. Meanwhile, with Totodile for me, I taught it's a toss up between Totodile and Cyndaquil for me. Valid. Okay, so Chespin is the winner. So Chespin moves on to our semifinal. The next one is Piplup versus Fue Coco. I gotta stick with my boy Fue Coco. He's just oozing with potential on top of being a fantastically designed Pokemon. So. I'm going to stick with uh, Piplup on this one. And like I said before, like Fue Coco, I personally don't connect with. So I just feel like if I did cast my vote for Fue Coco, it would would be out of obligation and less out of like actual opinion. So I I really have to say Piplup here. I have a deciding vote again. Yep. I love Piplup, but I love the derp more. Let's go with Fue Coco. I love the derp. Like I told Gino, Fue Coco is the Bidoof of starters. Yep. And Bidoof is great. I'm wearing my Bidoof shirt right now, too. Okay, Fue Coco's made it. Um, okay, now going on to the other side of the bracket, we have what is the what I would call the grass starter face-off of face-offs. Trico mm-hmm. versus Rowlet. Can I start so I don't have to be a tiebreaker? Sure, go ahead, Gino. Rowlet itself is cute, but I do have to stand by what I said before, where it's just a ball. It's just a ball and a face. Trico has some personality geckos are cool the anime one had him like chewing on a stick and being kind of like strong silent type kind of just like uh, mr cool kind of attitude and things and, and i'm not sure if that's because trico itself are all like that or the one from the anime was just like that trico's cool you know i'll, I'll go for trico this one is very much so if we were looking at the whole line my opinion would be different but since we are just looking at the first line, I cannot in good faith say that Rowlet is better than Trico. I don't have to say it. 
Yeah, I do think Trico is a phenomenal design for a first starter, um, like for the first stage. And while I believe that Decidui is a much better dis- design than Sceptile, I do think Trico is the better design between Rowlet and Trico. So I, I will also be casting my vote for Trico. Make that three, even though it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there we go. Trico has made it to the semifinals. And we have perhaps the most classic battle in all of Pokemon, Charmander versus Squirtle. I am going to base what I say, because I love both of these Pokemon, but I'm going to base it just purely on how I picked my Pokemon in every game in which you could have selected uh, uh, Charmander or Squirtle. I've actually never picked Squirtle as a starting Pokemon because Charmander just draws me in every single time. And even though I've thought of changing things up, I can never bring myself to doing that. Charmander is just so fantastic. And like I love the story of Charmander in the anime, how like he was outcast by his previous trainer, who's a like real jerk. And I use Charmander in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I use Charmander just every single time I can pick him, I pick him. Very few Pokemon have that for me. It's it's Charmander, Totodile, and Trico, and then I can just throw everything else out. Like I don't care. So I have to go with Charmander. Squirtle was my my actual true gen one starter until our cousin deleted our save file and then i reconsidered and picked charmander squirtle itself also I, again like you have the squirtle squads out of the three starters that ash had in the anime squirtle was always the coolest one and just i have a heavy bias towards the water pokemon as well and i think i'm gonna i'm, I'm just gonna stick by my anime reasoning and all that so stuff. i am the tiebreaker yeah i've been handed the dilemma i've had since childhood <laughs> and been given a platform where I must make a an ultimate decision. Um, okay, so I'm going to refer back to what I said before about Charmander. About how I firmly believe that Charmander, each stage, is amazing. I love Charmander, I love Charmeleon, I love Charizard. And I know we're not supposed to consider what comes after, and I'm not considering it, but I'd just like that context to be there. Now, whenever I've made my decision between Charmander and Squirtle, it's always boiled down to one big thing. Do I want Charizard or do I want Blastoise? And the reason that's such a big decision for me is because I like Charizard so much more than I like Blastoise. But the reason it's always been a tough decision is because I love Squirtle so much more than I love Charmander. So if we're just talking first stage, it's got to be Squirtle. The only reason I... Even though Squirtle is my OG starter, I still consider Squirtle is my Gen 1 starter. And the only reason I ever flop over to to Charmander is because I'm just like, I I just want Charizard. So I got to give it to Squirtle. I would pick Squirtle over Charmander in a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game, and I got to pick Squirtle over Charmander here. Fair enough. So now we're on the semifinal on side number one. So we got Chespin versus Fuecoco. Um, I will just open this one by echoing everything I've said up until this point. I can't in good conscience cast my vote for Fuecoco because I just don't get it. So Chespin's getting my vote. Gino, you don't need to be the tiebreaker again. You can go. To the moon. We're going with the derp. The thing is, I don't think I've said how much I like Chespin. I do really, really like Chespin. And I do really, really like Fue Coco. So now this is tough for me. One has potential still, and the other one has squandered potential, Mateo. 
I'm going to go with my gut on this, and I'm going to go Foy Coco. A win for Foy Coco is also a win for Totodile. And Foy Coco makes it to the final round. All the really, really, really good ones are on the other side. Yes, that's what I was about to say. Is as much as Foy Coco has made it to the final round, that's surprising. I think the debate we're about to have now is the true like final round debate. Very similar as when we did Mario World. How our our what we anticipated would be the like final round kind of happened in the semifinals on one side. I think this is what I anticipated would be the final round. Either yeah. Charmander or Squirtle versus Trico. I don't want to start this one off. Somebody else has to. For me, it's Trico. Trico is the single greatest Pokemon, in my opinion. I love everything about Trico. Every sort of depiction he's had in media has been really, really cool. His line, like how you alluded with Charmander, I think every single line, a Pokemon in Trico's line is fantastic. The whole thing with the anime where he has his branch or straw in his mouth, like he's got that too cool for school attitude. Like like I said, reptiles and lizards are really awesome. And it's cool that we got a bipedal grass starter. Like Trico was the first bipedal grass starter. And even among the the first four generations, it was the only bipedal grass starter. And the name, the color palette, the design of him is cool. I just, I don't know what else I can say that proves that Trico is the best designed Pokemon starter. It's just everything with Charmander and how I feel about Charmander, but a grass type Pokemon. <laughs> I just love Trico so much. I really don't know how to even begin this one here because I've started a game with Squirtle. Mateo, I'm sorry, but I've never started a game where Trico was my starter. If anything, I have picked Mudkip sometimes in the past because I always named my rival Mateo. That way, you could always have the Trico. That should say something. It does. With the Gen 1 remakes, I've and even with like even games like Pokemon Go and things like that, I did choose Squirtle as well. I think Squirtle is this balance of cute and effective, while Trico has this kind of like... It doesn't scream like cute or fun or anything like that. It's like serious. I'm a fighter. Cool. That kind of stuff. Squirtle's more chill. Squirtle's more relaxed. And I've based my starters so you, as my rival, could have the Trico. So I'm going to have to go with Squirtle. But think of this, though, Gino. I think it's a it's cliche for Pokemon Company and Game Freak to design the first stage Pokemon to be cute. Trico, I wouldn't classify as cute either. But it's a novel thing for a first stage starter to be badass right off the hop. I totally agree with you. I guess cute is also the wrong word. I'm more of like a relaxed, kind of like chill kind of thing. And Trico doesn't vibe the same way with me like Squirtle does. Squirtle seems to have this more like chill kind of attitude. Like Meanwhile, Trico is kind of like edgy, standing in the corner. And I don't really like edgy characters all that much. One vote Trico, one vote Squirtle. It's up to me now. I think I've already made my decision, but I'm going to have a runabout story to get there. So I think it ultimately comes down to the starter. Everybody has a the starter. Like who, of all the starters, who is your starter? And when Pokemon was early in its conception, Squirtle was my starter. Like was always my starter. And it got overtaken by Totodile fairly quickly, where Totodile for the longest time was my starter. Like, it was the starter Pokemon I had. 
And that shifted back to Squirtle, I think, around Gen 6, where Squirtle, once again, I'm like, this is just, it's my starter. It's Squirtle. I don't know when or why this happened. It might be influenced from Mateo. It might be influenced from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, as I've talked a lot and heavily about in our Pokemon chats. And I mentioned Pokemon Mystery Dungeon a lot because Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is huge for me. Like, I love Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. But I don't know when exactly it happened, but my love for Trico has grown and grown and grown and grown over the years to the point where at this moment, and probably for the last couple years, I do consider Trico to be my starter. The last time I played Pokemon Mystery Dungeon when the remake came out, I immediately picked Trico. I didn't even do the quiz. Actually, I did do the quiz and I got Trico, but I I had always intended if I didn't get Trico, I was going to just go back in and pick Trico. But right now, Trico is my starter. Like I, I love Trico. I've definitely... And partially this is Trico, partially I think this was solidified with Chespin and Rowlet later on, but like I I think part of the reason why Squirtle was my I considered to be my starter for the longest time was because I considered myself to be a water starter person, but as more and more grass starters have come out that I've really, really liked, I consider myself to be a grass starter person now, and Trico is my grass starter. So Trico is the winner for me. Now, I will be the first to cast my vote, as always, against Fuecoco. I will vote Trico also. I can, on good conscience, put Fuecoco over my favorite, most favorite Pokemon of all time. So, so Fuecoco, you did well. You made it to the finals of a Pokemon Starters tournament. But ultimately... Yeah, and ultimately, Trico takes it. Can I just say one thing before we, we finish? I learned something today. Jules, I did not know you liked Trico that much. I adore Trico. Charmander and Squirtle, like, they always get the, the, the love and attention from the Pokemon community, but I don't think Trico gets enough love. No. Like, Trico is definitely unsung, and I, I think the reason Trico is unsung is the same reason why I think Squirtle is a little bit unsung when it comes against Charmander, and, like, it will always boil down to, for me, and part of the reason I, like, I have a Charizard on my team. I don't have a Sceptile or a Blastoise, and it always comes down to, like, the final evolution, because that's the one that's on my team. I think Charizard is so much better than Blastoise and Sceptile. Like, don't get me wrong, but when we come to the first stage, and especially the second stage, Trico is, like, solid. Yeah. Like, I, I think, and, like, I still love Sceptile, but I think Sceptile is ultimately the reason why Trico isn't, like, always the starter like I have with me is because I just like Sceptile itself is not as appealing to me as Charizard is or Decidueye. Trico itself is like the goat. There needs to be a goat starter Pokemon. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Well, I guess that brings us to the end of our showdown. Um, so Gino, would you like to sign us out? That brings us to the end of today's quest. If you liked what you heard today, hit that like, subscribe, or follow button below. If you want to contribute to the conversation, let us know any ideas you have for any upcoming Quest and just share your thoughts with us. Leave a comment. We do read all of them. Special welcome to all of our new subscribers that have joined us in the past month. Thanks for being part of the show and thanks for joining us on our journey here. Uh, we'll see you next time at the Hub World. Dale? Microsoft, make a new banjo game. See everyone. <laughs>